I did actually work another job um, that was not related to the industry when I first got licensed. And I think my biggest advice that I always give to people is I do wish I quit that job sooner and I went full time into it. Hello and welcome to episode 55 of the Smart Agents Podcast. My name is Michael Walter and I'll be your host. In today's episode, we are joined by Brianna Wardle out of the Boise, Idaho area. Just two years into her real estate career, Brianna is making a name for herself in one of the fastest growing markets in the country. Throughout our conversation, we talk about how she is using her social media presence and marketing background to grow Black Pine real estate. Now, before we get into the day's featured interview, make sure to subscribe to the Smart Agents Podcast. You can find the show on all major podcasting platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and the list goes on. Also, as you can see, if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure to subscribe to the Smart Agents YouTube channel. Click the bell to get notifications when each new episode is uploaded. And lastly, if you or somebody else on your team has an awesome story or tip to share with our community, send us a message at feedback at smartagents.com. We're always on the lookout for new stories to share. All right, let's get on to the day's featured interview with Brianna. I really enjoyed our conversation and I hope you do as well. Really, the way I like to start everything out is if you could tell me a little bit about yourself, where you're at in the country and kind of how you got your start in real estate. Yeah, well, I'm Brianna Wardle. I'm located in Boise, Idaho. Um, right now, I really work in the Treasure Valley mostly, so all of the like surrounding cities. But I've also kind of branched out into like the Valley County area. Um, my my in laws live up in Cascade, Idaho, so I know the area pretty well up there. So it's been fun, kind of branching into that market a little bit as well. Yeah. What made you want to get into real estate? Um, so actually my father-in-law, he was a broker, um, for a really long time and he does, he owned a property management company as well. So, I don't know, it was probably like five years ago now that I had kind of started talking to him about the property management and just, um, piqued my interest quite a bit in that. And so I'd been helping him do like the marketing with that and kind of shadowing him on some stuff. Um, he retired and so he was like, do you want to take over? And so, um, yeah, I, I did take over the property management company. And then I think real estate and property management just like go super well hand in hand. So I decided to get my license and I just had my two year mark in the beginning of July. So a little over two years now. <laughs> That's awesome. Congratulations on that. Yeah. So when it comes to, you know, when you were first getting in, in that property management, what were some of those like big, you know, kind of like that big learning, like if you can go back to it now, and what were those couple of things that really kind of helped you prepare to where you are now? Honestly, I wish that I got licensed as a realtor when I started doing the property management, but I mean, you know, you can hindsight now, right? <laughs> so I think that was probably the biggest thing. I wish I started that when I started doing the property management, but I mean, honestly, like every situation in this industry is so different. Like every tenant, every homeowner, every transaction is so different that I think that's kind of what I like about it is it's not boring. That's for sure. <laughs> there's always something to keep you on your toes. So I don't know that there's like one piece of advice that I could say, Hey, right. this is going to help you out in the long run, but definitely wish I got licensed a little bit sooner. <laughs> right. And now the area that you're working in, is that somewhere where you grew up or? Uh -huh, yep. Yeah, I, I actually, I, I wasn't born here, so I can't say I'm a native, but I've been here since I was three. So I literally don't remember anything else. <laughs> yeah, but I grew up in Meridian, Idaho, so right next to Boise. And then um, I've lived in Boise for the rest of my life. So I've been here 
Um, like I said, as long as I can remember. <laughs> right. So, I mean, that's got to be really cool to help, you know, kind of sell your where you grew up and sell your community for these people that are coming in or even helping the people that you've known growing up, you know, find yeah, a new place. Yeah, for sure. It's so satisfying helping like my first time homebuyer friends. Um, we're all kind of like in that age group where most people are either their first time or finally like jumping into a home that they're going to have a family. And so it's been fun seeing that. It's a little hard to see the growth that we've had. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, it used to be so much smaller, but you know, it's nice. There's, there's always pros and cons with growth. So just adapting yeah. to it. <laughs> uh, I totally understand that where I live, I moved back after being gone for several years and where I live used to be a swamp in Florida. There was not, there wasn't roads or wasn't anything here. And now there's <laughs> probably 10,000 homes and eight grocery stores within our little area. So yeah, I always see like memes online and it's like Idahoans and it goes, I remember when that was a field. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. for real, everything used to be a field around here and now it's a bunch of houses. So <laughs> right. So I want to touch on that growth in here in just a second, but you know, working with those first time home buyers and those, is that something that you really kind of cater to or are you kind of wide open for anything? I mean, I think I'm, I'm definitely open to anything. I help people kind of all, all over the spectrum, I guess. Um, I do think like my sphere of influence, obviously at like my age, it is a lot of first time home buyers. Um, but I mean, I get referrals and stuff from people moving here from out of state. And so it's, it's all over the place, but I wouldn't say I have like a specific group that I really target other than kind of like I'm very familiar with Southwest Boise because I've lived here for so long. So I do enjoy working in this area just because I like the housing over here and I'm so familiar with it. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, like you said, Boise, it is, it's always on those lists for top growing and best places to move to and the fastest, yeah. you know, most people moving into it. What's it been like kind of working through all that? Um, I mean, it's definitely different. <laughs> I think it's hard for me, I guess, because so many of my friends also grew up here. So obviously there's like a lot of negative feedback because people, people do like the smaller town vibe that we've always had in Boise. Um, so I guess you're like trying to put a positive spin on it. Like I said, there are always pros and cons to growth. Um, but I think the city is just doing their best to keep up. You know what I mean? <laughs> I feel like we finally hit just within this last like few weeks, I've noticed that the market's kind of stabilized a little bit. So I don't know if that was mostly like buyer fatigue, which I know definitely was a big part of it. And then also like school's about to start. So um, it's been nice because there's not 50 offers on every house. <laughs> right. So, right. Yeah. So, um, you know, as an agent in a place like that, did you see a big kind of explosion of people getting their licenses and trying to, you know, because there could be somebody that's out there in a job and they'd see all this stuff. Oh, my neighborhood's growing. I should really kind of jump on that bandwagon real quick. Yeah. It, was there a, a big kind of um, upswell of you oh, know, agents sure. on the market? Oh, we have so many agents in the market. It's insane, which... I mean, it's great. It's a great industry to be in. I think what's hard for me is like, I'm very passionate about it and I love this and this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And I think a lot of people just see the numbers and I mean, on social media with everything, there's a lot of glamour, but isn't really real life. <laughs> and so I think people get into it thinking it's going to be a lot easier than it really is. Um, 
So when people reach out to me and ask about it, like, oh, I'm thinking about getting my license, I try not to be like super negative about it because like I said, I do love what I do. And I think it's great for a lot of people. Um, but it definitely takes like a certain type of person and a certain mindset, uh, not the type of people that are just getting into it because they think it's going to be easy money. So <laughs> I do think that we'll probably see some agents in the next few years kind of die back out of it. But <laughs> right, I have a feeling there's going to be a little bit of a uh, down, down yeah. trend in the amount of... <laughs> Right. I do think so, but who's to say? <laughs> right. Well, and, you know, for you, having your background with the property management and getting into it so young, you know, a lot of people I talk to, it's a second career for them. It's not something that they got right into, yeah. you know, so for you specifically and how, like, when you're work, when you're talking with friends and people that are wanting to get into it or kind of your age group, what are some of the things that and advice that you would give to them? Because you do have the, you had the experience with the property management and family being yeah. involved in it. So I did actually work another job um, that was not related to the industry when I first got licensed. And I think my biggest advice that I always give to people is I do wish I quit that job sooner and I went full time into it. I think a lot of people think, Oh, you can just do this on the side and make money, which I mean, people do it's, it's whatever, but I think people underestimate the amount of work that really goes into what we do. So I think just like take it really seriously. I mean, there's a lot of us full-time agents and I mean, we have lives after five o'clock too, right? Spouses, children. And so when those part-time agents come in, they're like, well, I worked until five o'clock today and I can't communicate with you until six or seven o'clock at night. I think that's a struggle a lot of times, um, especially in this market right now. I think you're kind of doing a disservice to your buyer. Like when houses come on the market, I mean, if you're working a different job until five o'clock, you should have probably looked at that house at 10 a.m. when it came on the market and put in an offer already. <laughs> so I think just like take it really seriously. And I, I do recommend going full time into it if you really want to. And then also I always tell people have at least six months of savings because it is not as easy as they think right. it is. <laughs> right. And, and that's like that, you know, that HDTV effect. Everybody sees, mm -hmm. you know, the nice cars and all that stuff. And, yeah. you know, I think that can get a bit, um, it can be depressing for people. You know, they have this grand yeah. idea of what things are going to be and they don't quite understand that, you know, first of all, that person has like a team of a hundred around yeah. them, <laughs> you know. That make them look real good. <laughs> right. And they've, all, they've also been doing it for years. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And like I said earlier, is it does take a certain kind of person and mindset. I mean, they see big numbers. Oh, you made $10,000 on that house. That's great. And I'm like, yeah, but also how much of that was your health insurance? How much of that do you have to put on taxes? Like how much should you put back into your business? I mean, people see the big check and they think, oh, that's great. But I'm like, but really, like, it's not <laughs> as much as it seems. So right. I just try and, like I said, not be negative about it when people are asking me, but just realistic, you know, I mean, right. it, it's not as easy as people think. Right. And, you know, talking about, you know, the first time home buyers and then also the create, you know, you mentioned the 50 offers on a house and things like, how did you, how have you worked with your buyers to kind of prepare them for that. Like, Hey, look, you might love that house, but it's, there's a very good chance we're going up against dozens of other offers. Yeah. I mean, I think here it's just commonly known to like how crazy the housing market has been. So I feel like I haven't had to preface it, preface it a ton. 
Um, but you know, when you get into the nitty gritty of, okay, we are going to write an offer on the house. This is like one that you really like. I also, that's when you have to like really dive into the specifics of like, what is it that we're going to do to make our offer stand apart? I do think communication with the other agent is obviously like such a big factor because, you know, if you can get them to like you, I feel like you have kind of a leg up. Um, and then asking like, what does the seller want? And I mean, so many agents don't ask those types of questions. So I think it's just communication between your buyer or if you are representing the seller, just saying like, hey, how these are how the offers are coming in, being organized. Um, but yeah, I mean, definitely like having those conversations up front and then kind of going into it. It sounds awful because it is so competitive, but saying like there are other homes. So like if it, I know you love this one and if you don't get this one, though, like you will fall in love with another one. I Trust me, you will. <laughs> There's another house out there for you. So <laughs> Right. Yeah, definitely. So uh, how do you think that, you know, as things kind of start leveling out a little bit, have there been some things that you've learned by dealing with such a crazy market that you'll be able to take and move forward when things kind of do mellow out? Yeah. I mean, I do think the communication is honestly the biggest thing is because even like when I have a listing, it amazes me some of the offers I get and I'm like, yeah, I've never even talked to you and you like send me an offer. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what you're doing. So, I mean, I think that's something that should be maintained no matter what the market is like, if it's a seller's market or a buyer's market, um, yeah, that's definitely like the biggest one to me. <laughs> right. But tell me a little bit about your business, you know, your brand that you've kind of built for yourself. How did that all come about? Um, well, so I just, <laughs> it took me quite a while actually to figure out like what I wanted to name it and brand it. Um, it's actually a mountain range here in like Southeast Idaho, like towards Utah. Um, I'm pretty outdoorsy. So I, I wanted like an outdoorsy theme and I feel like a lot of people in Idaho kind of relate to the outdoor lifestyle that we have here. So that's why I named it Black Pine. That's where that came from. <laughs> um, and like I said earlier to you is that I guess that was before we were recording. <laughs> um, is that I didn't want to like just have my name and my headshot as all of my branding. As I I hope to grow my business in the future. I have had agents reach out to me and ask like, "Hey, are you interested in like having a team?" Which I, I don't think I'm quite to that point in my business yet. Um, but eventually, I think that that's definitely a possibility. So I wanted to have something that the agents could also kind of brand themselves under as well. Right. I think that's really, I think it's really smart on your part to kind of set yourself up for those future goals that you have, that it's not, you know, later on down the road, you're not going to have to do this whole rebranding campaign and all this, yeah. you know, starting everything up from scratch again. I think it's really yeah. smart what you're doing. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> so how have you gotten your name out there? How have you gotten your brand and your name out there in the community? Um, so I do have a marketing degree from Boise State. So my, my background's really in marketing. Um, and then I did do social media for quite a while um, for a bunch of online companies. So I feel like I've taken a lot of my background and applied it to my business, but in the best ways, because I'm the boss now <laughs> and I get to do what I think is going to be a good idea. <laughs> so it's actually really fun. It's honestly like one of my favorite parts about being a business owner is you can try different strategies and see what works. Um, I'm super big on social media. So not like numbers wise, I just mean, I'm like really into it. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's like the biggest way of getting my name out there. My friends always tease me that I have my name on 
like literally every swag thing that you could possibly have <laughs> shirts and bags and everything. They always tease me that is on everything little golf towels. Oh. <laughs> uh, but I just think like that brand recognition over time is what is super important to me. I want people to see black pine and say, Oh, I've seen that, that name around the treasure Valley for so long. Like she, she must be trustworthy. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I think it kind of just builds that rapport. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it kind of, it's like, you know, there's billboards with the same lawyers like they're all over we got these two guys yeah. in florida i mean they have billboards on probably every interstate that crisscrosses the state but you know who they are you might never have yeah. you know i've never had to use them but i <laughs> right i guarantee that down the road if something happens i'll probably call those guys because their name's the one that pops into my head first yeah exactly and and, and like i said I, I really do enjoy playing around on social media and getting my name out that way and um, I don't, I don't know. I guess just trying anything really Instagram and TikTok are probably my two favorites that I do like to, um, get content out on, but I mean, sticking around with Facebook and things like that. Like I said, I have, um, different groups of people I work with, so not all of them are on TikTok. <laughs> That's what Facebook's for. <laughs> right, right. So do you, are you more, have, have you done like the paid ad things or are you more organic kind of growth? I definitely am more organic for sure. I think it's just, like I said, kind of a better way to like build the rapport. I don't really think that paid ads necessarily um, are that great, especially when you're newer. I mean, there are some names, which I'm not going to mention, but I mean, <laughs> there's some huge names in the Treasure Valley where they spend like tens to hundreds of thousands of dollars a month on paid advertising. And I mean, there's just no way I'm ever going to compete with that. So honestly, it just seems kind of pointless to me. I'd rather do more of the organic things and actually have videos that people are going to see without having to like spend a ton on it. But. Right. Well, and you know, a lot of people that I talk to that are having success on online and on social media, it is that it's not the, here's the ad with my, all my listings and everything I've done this year. It is it's more the community-based things and the content creation. Yeah. And I think that's just for me from, you know, my personal background, I think that's awesome. I really, I really enjoy seeing that the real estate industry and people are taking advantage of that ability to put that content out there. Yeah, for sure. And that's honestly one of the reasons I like TikTok is because you don't have to pay for your stuff to be seen. Like Facebook, you pretty much, if you have a business page and you're not paying, no one's going to see it. But it's still nice to have, like, if someone does look you up, you know, they'll find you, they'll find your reviews, things like that. But I do like the the other social media platforms where you don't have to pay for people to be able to find you. Right. So with TikTok, how's that working for you? What are you kind of seeing with that? Because that's one that, you know, honestly, I don't have a whole lot of experience with and I don't talk to too many people that do. Yeah. I mean, I, it's definitely kind of new to all of us, right? I think <laughs> during COVID, everybody was like, what's this app? <laughs> so, um, I mean, I wouldn't say like I'm great at it, but I definitely have fun with it. It's a really fun app, which is why I like using it. But, um, I mean, I've switched it up. Like I said, I tried just different things to see what's going to work. Um, I do home tours. I think it's great for people to kind of see like what kind of houses we have here in the Treasure Valley, um, even if they're not here, wherever they can see that. Um, and like the price points that we're at too, I usually include that. Mm -hmm. But also I think that the, the people that I see that do well really mix it up. 
Um, what I should probably do is be more consistent with it. <laughs> but I think every person probably says that because we get busy and then we don't post for a week and then we're like, oh, shoot, we should have done that. <laughs> right. So, yeah. I, I mean, I'm working on that. Um, but like I said, just like different different strategies um, and trying to keep people entertained. <laughs> Well, that's great. I mean, and you know, it honestly, it helps you. It, it allows you to have fun with your job. You don't get so bogged yes. down with it. Like if you're doing that kind of stuff and having fun, it's going to help kind of keep that um, excitement, you know, up. Yeah, for sure. Like I said, it's definitely one of the, my favorite parts about owning my own business. So, <laughs> awesome. Well, you know, before we wrap up, you know, what's kind of, what's your, you know, six month plan? What are you like your six month and then in future, what are you hoping to do? Um, well, I have certain goals that I set for like how many houses I'd like to sell a year, things like that. I'm on track for this year, which is exciting. So next year, I guess I'll have to step up my game and make a bigger goal so I can try and tackle that. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I said, I really do want to be more consistent with my social media. I feel like I'm pretty good about it, but I think I could be better at it. Um, and like trying getting my name out there even more, which I think like we talked about earlier, just kind of comes with time too. I mean, it's only been two years as I've been licensed. And so I think it will kind of come over time. They always say like the five year mark is when you really start to notice the referrals and repeat um, clients. So I look forward to that day coming. (laughs) Um, But until then, just work hard for everybody. And I just feel like I try and go above and beyond for all of my clients. And that's how you get referrals in the long run. And that's how I want to run my business. So, right. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate you talking to me. And I love, you know, talking to somebody that does have a passion for what they're doing. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for interviewing me. I really appreciate it. I really want to thank Brianna for joining us today. And if you'd like to see how she's marketing herself and her business, I've included the link to the Black Pine Real Estate Instagram page in the episode description. So once again, if you think you or somebody else on your team has an awesome story or tip to share with our community, send us a message at feedback at smartagents.com. Well, that wraps things up for this episode. But remember, follow the show wherever you listen to podcasts and make sure to subscribe to the Smart Agents YouTube channel. Again, I'm Michael Walter, and we'll see you on the next episode.